KTSA News Flash. In Afghanistan, the Taliban is back in power 20 years after they were pushed out by U.S. troops. One big question now, is this the same Taliban that subjugated women and brutally enforced its harsh version of Islamic law? This more organized, controlled facade, reportedly funded by some less than honorable sources, like the production, taxing, and smuggling of poppy, a leading export that goes to the manufacturing of heroin. And while they do have a collection of international private donors, in the past they have collected money through kidnapping for ransom. Their reported biggest expense, weapons and training. That's correspondent Martha Raditz. Two days after the Taliban seized control of Afghanistan, concern is growing for women and girls and their safety. In Washington, a growing number of lawmakers are urging the Biden administration to protect this vulnerable group. We are gravely concerned that from a bipartisan group of senators who say women, specifically those in leadership positions, activists and human rights defenders in Afghanistan are in danger. The senators, including Democrat Chuck Schumer and Republican Jim Inhofe, say they've been receiving regular reports of some of the women being kidnapped, tortured and assassinated. They're urging the Biden administration to afford new protections to the group, including expanding visa eligibility under special and new categories, appoint an interagency refugee coordinator, and make resources like charter flights available for any relocation needs. That's correspondent Faith Abube. A 48-year-old man has been shot to death as he tried breaking up an argument. San Antonio police say they were called to a home at the intersection of Iowa and South Olive Streets at about 8.30 p.m. Monday. They were told that some family members were arguing and the victim showed up to help calm the situation. But someone pulled a gun and shot the man in the upper torso. The shooter took off and the victim was loaded into a car and then brought to the hospital downtown. He died from his injuries soon after. Police were able to catch the 27-year-old man who shot the victim, but the names of the victim, the shooter, and what charges he's facing haven't been released. A former Canyon High School teacher is being accused of sexually assaulting a student. New Braunfels police detectives had been looking into accusations that 34-year-old Emily Marie Anderson had a sexual relationship with a 15-year-old male student. She was taken into custody Monday and was transported to the Comal County Jail. Bail has been set at $50,000. Detectives are now looking into whether or not Anderson had sexual relationships with other students while she was employed with the Comal ISD. Anyone who believes they may be a victim is asked to call the New Braunfels Police Department at 830-221-4100. A suspected Honduran immigrant is in the hospital after he got stuck while trying to jump off a moving train. San Antonio police were called to Quintana Road at around 1 a.m. Tuesday. The officers met up with three men who reported that they were on a train with another man. They all tried jumping off, but one of them got his leg stuck in a door and he was hanging from the train as it continued moving. The train was at Buzz Aldrin Drive in Kirby when it stopped and firefighters were able to free the man. He's receiving treatment for some minor injuries. Police believe the men boarded the train in Mexico. A federal health official claims the reports of immigrants spreading COVID-19 are overblown. Dr. Francis Collins, head of the National Institute of Health, admitted COVID-19 is being spread by infected illegal immigrants, but said it isn't as serious as some make it out to be. Collins said the COVID-19 infection rate is lower in Mexico than in Texas, where the unvaccinated are to blame for the current spike. Officials in Laredo and Webb County calculate between 30 and 40 percent of asylum-seeking immigrants dropped there by federal immigration personnel test positive for COVID-19. With federal health officials saying one thing, the governor saying something else, and the courts weighing with their own opinions, Texas has become a patchwork of regulations related to COVID-19. With legal questions still up in the air, some of Texas' largest school districts are requiring kids and staff to mask up as they come onto campus. In the Dallas suburb of Richardson, Superintendent Jeannie Stone welcomes students back today. I can sleep at night when I know in my gut that I'm making the right decision. But support for mask mandates is far from universal when the issue came before the El Paso 
City Council, Representative Joe Molinar voted no. We have personal rights in the United States of America. Molina was outnumbered in that vote 5-3. to three. That's correspondent Jim Ryan. Another shot in the arm against COVID-19. The federal government is expected to recommend mRNA vaccine boosters for everyone, regardless of age or medical history. Sources say the shot will be administered eight months after patients receive their second vaccine doses of either Pfizer or Moderna, and the shots could begin as soon as the FDA formally approves the booster. Last week, the CDC recommended booster shots for the immunocompromised, but the new guidance would cover the general public. That's correspondent Derek Dennis. Vitamin D may protect people from getting cancer. A new study shows consuming high amounts of vitamin D could protect people from early onset colorectal cancer. So eating things like fish, mushrooms, eggs, and milk can decrease chances of developing the disease or precancerous colon polyps. Experts say supplements also help. Overall, cases of colorectal cancer have been declining, but doctors are seeing an increase among young adults under 50. They say vitamin D can lower that risk by about 50%. That's correspondent Monica Ricks. TxDOT wrapped on the first phase of the U.S. 281 North expansion today. San Antonio has just been stuck in traffic on this 281 corridor. Texas Transportation Commission Chairman Jay Bruce Bugg said Highway 281 between Loop 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway is the most congested choke point in the city. The project adds new lanes, an HOV lane in each direction, flyover ramps, frontage roads, and direct ramps that lead to the Stone Oak Park and Ride that opens Monday. The first phase of the project was completed in four years. The second phase expands 281 all the way to the Comal County line. I know four years sounds like a long time, but in transportation, it's kind of like in dog years. It, 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 uh, this is actually kind of very rapid. Spurs guard Keldon Johnson is back in the Alamo City and taking in professional wrestling. He appeared at last night's WWE Raw at AT&T Center. The 21-year-old told WWE.com it was pretty cool taking in the show from the ringside because he was a fan growing up. He also says it's amazing to win a gold medal for Team USA during the Summer Olympics. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks fell in afternoon trading after the Commerce Department reported retail sales fell a seasonally adjusted 1.1% in July compared to June as COVID-19 cases rose, keeping people from going into stores. It was a larger drop than analysts had expected. The Dow lost 282 points. The Nasdaq fell 137. The S&P dropped nearly 32 points. Only the healthcare sector recorded gains within the S&P. Shares of Home Depot fell 4.3% after the company told investors that sales were slowing compared to last year when millions of Americans undertook home projects while on lockdown. The National Association of Home Builders says confidence hit a 13-month low in July as companies worry about supply shortages and rising costs. T-Mobile confirms it's the victim of a cyber breach. The company says that it hasn't determined yet if any personal customer data is involved. Crude oil prices ended lower on the New York Mercantile Exchange, closing at nearly $67 a barrel. Dave Packer, ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. Humid tonight with thickening clouds. A thunderstorm or two with a low 77. A thunderstorm in spots for tomorrow. Otherwise, sunshine and clouds with a high of 92. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 and news anytime online at KTSA.com.